All Things Sports Podcast, episode 10. It's been a little bit. We are here, and this guest is a special guest of mine. Biggest stud we've had in the podcast so far, Evan Zinn. He played for UVA lacrosse, started at Johns Hopkins, but I'll actually let him introduce himself to start. What's going on, Evan? How you doing? How's it going, Matt? Thanks for having me. Uh, so I'm Evan. I'm currently a grad student at UVA. I did about three, three and a half years at Johns Hopkins. Graduated uh, last winter. Now spent the last uh, semester at UVA and have one more year where I'll be uh, working towards a master's in commerce. That's what's up. That's what's up. So to start this off, can you maybe tell me the transition from not just high school to college, but just in general, like each stage in your life, like whether it's middle school, like when you first started playing, like what was each transition like? Yeah. So my lacrosse career was a little bit different than most. Uh, I actually started off as a baseball player when I was really young because my dad's a big baseball player himself uh family friend of mine gave me a stick when I was in about first grade just always started playing up like with the third graders fourth graders and then transitioned into middle school and was playing with the eighth graders then which was an awesome experience and then uh getting into high school I think I had a little bit of an advantage because I was already played with some of those guys so when I was a little bit younger so I had a little bit of a relationship with all them um, and high school was a great experience. I know we had a great team for a handful of years and then moved on to college. And that was definitely a big jump up uh, just coming out of Connecticut, even though there's a good lacrosse here. College is the best of the best. And, you know, the best players that I would play in high school, you know, might not have been the best players in college. So that was something that I had to get used to, um, along with the speed of the game. And then uh, just, you know, bigger guys, faster guys, stronger guys. Um, but I think it was a good transition that I kind of embraced. And I think that the environment I've been in, you know, whether it was at Johns Hopkins or Virginia, I've been able to have people around me to help me make that transition a little bit easier, especially this past year, um, you know, transitioning from Johns Hopkins to UVA. I, you know, the coaching staff and along with the players, all the guys, you know, made it really easy to, you know, experience maybe a different type of lacrosse from, you know, when I was in the Big Ten and then this year in the ACC. So. You know, it's a lot of different transitions, but it's been a great experience all, all along the way. That's sick, bro. And just to add on to that question, um, you know, you were talking about early childhood, what it was like growing up in Connecticut. I kind of wanted to know what the culture was like for lacrosse. Like, I can tell you living in Maryland, everyone played lacrosse. It was either lacrosse or really football. But um, what was it like in your hometown? And what would you, how would you describe the culture? Like, did everyone play lacrosse? Like, is it like lacrosse town? What would you say the culture was like growing up for you? Yeah, I'd say it used to be somewhat big, but I think in the last five or so years, it's gotten extremely big. I know we have our competitors down the road in Darien and New Canaan and Greenwich, um, who have always been, you know, big lacrosse towns, you know, oh, everyone plays. And I think in the past five or so years, I think there's been a massive upgrade in, you know, how many people actually want to play lacrosse. I know football is really big in where I'm from and uh, it's gotten a lot of shifted. A lot of guys have shifted towards lacrosse and it's really shown. I know I've talked to one of the uh, high school coaches and he said the youth programs are blowing up. And I think coming from this area where it's kind of grown, it's given me a little bit of an opportunity to, you know, almost give back in that regard, you know, give lessons to a lot of kids and just teach them 
younger guys lacrosse and show them, you know, that it's really a great sport and that, you know, there's really a lot that can come from it, whether it's in college, professional, or anything along that lines. Gotcha. Cool. Um, so what would you say was the biggest difference between Hopkins and UVA? Whether it's like coaching or like your teammates or the intensity, like who you play against, like whatever it may be. That's a good question. Um, I'd say the school itself. I think that was the biggest uh, switch up between the two. I think Hopkins is definitely just a smaller school. Um, I think it's about 8,000 people, whereas UVA is closer to, you know, 18,000 people. Um, so that was definitely a change. You know, there's a lot more, just, just a bigger school in general, a lot more people, a lot more things, you know, to do around the area. But I also think another change was also just where it is, you know, going from Maryland uh, and Baltimore, excuse me, where everyone knows across, everyone embraces it to Charlottesville, where I didn't know if everyone, you know, embraced across as much as they did. And then getting down there, you realize that it's actually something that everyone really loves in the area. Um, so I think that was the biggest change, but in terms of, you know, I think maybe the sport itself, it's definitely been a little different because at Hopkins, you know, you're the only division one sport there, um, which is really a unique experience. And then you go down to Charlottesville, Virginia, and you're not the biggest sport there. Even if you win national championships, there's, you know, a division one basketball team that wins and competes for national championships every year. Uh, there's a football team that does really well in the ACC. There's so many other sports that do so well, baseball as well, that, you know, you're almost like a little fish in a big pond versus a big fish in a smaller pond. I think that was definitely the biggest adjustment um, and difference between the two schools for sure. Gotcha, bro. That's awesome. And I've asked most of the athletes that have been on this podcast this question. Um, I feel like most athletes, especially in the college level, had some kind of wake-up call, some kind of welcome to the league, welcome to whatever it may be moment. Um, did you have one? And if you did, what was it? Yeah, I think I definitely have one. Uh, my first practice at Johns Hopkins was a night practice um, early on in the year. I already, <clears throat> excuse me, I already met all the guys on the team. I knew all the coaches. Uh, but the first practice was under the lights on Homewood Field. And the first drill we did right after we stretched was a one-on-one -on -one against the starting guy at the opposite position. So for me, I was a midfielder. I went against the starting LSM for us that year, who was a senior. Um, and I was about 18 years old. He's probably closer to 22, 23 at the time. And, you know, right away, you're thrown into that one-on-one -on -one scenario. Everyone's watching. Everyone's got a close eye on you. You know, the older guys are salivating, you know, going against the freshmen. They could kind of push them around or whatnot. So that right away, you got your blood flowing there. And I think that was the biggest wake-up call is that, you know, it's not just you got, you're not going against guys your age anymore not going against guys one year above you, you're going against guys three, four, five years above you. And uh, as a freshman, at least, and when you experience that, just it's a, it's immediate wake up call. It's like, you got to kind of get in the gym a little bit and work out a little harder, you know, train a little harder. And I think that was something that pushed me along with my buddies on the, uh, in my class at the time to, you know, work a little bit harder because, you know, it's not going to just be handed to you at all. And it's never going to be, it's really hard to be, you know, the biggest, strongest guy in the field at all times. You have to really work for that. And that's something that we all kind of want to strive to be because, you know, starting at that first practice, you know, you kind of wake up. Okay. Now we're in the big leagues a little bit. So I think that was definitely my wake up call. That's awesome. Great answer. Um, just to kind of conclude this a little bit. Is there any athlete that you emulate your game after anyone that you look up to, whether it's a lacrosse player, but like maybe even, even any athlete overall. 
Yeah, I think in terms of lacrosse, uh, this is definitely an unorthodox answer. There was a guy from town, his name's Kip Orban. Uh, he played at Princeton a handful of years back, and he was someone that used to train me when I was way younger. Um, he played at Staples High School as well, uh, from where I'm from. And, you know, so that's someone that I've always kind of emulated my game after. He's a big, big dude. He plays midfield. He shoots a lot on the run. He shot a lot of step-down shots. Um, and I think that he was someone I tried to really focus my game and hone my game in towards. Um, and I asked him a lot of pointers when I was younger, for sure. Um, but in terms of any sport itself, I know someone that I like to, you know, I watch a lot of was Kobe Bryant. Um, I just like that his composure when he played and just the confidence he had and the just, I guess, the swagger he had was something that I really wanted to translate into lacrosse, even though it's a totally different sport, totally different level. But just the way he played the game and went, approached the game and trained for, you know, the games was something I really have thought about a lot over over my high school and college career. And he's someone that I've tried to emulate in lacrosse terms, you know, try to emulate my game towards what he did. Um, so that's, I get those two would be my answer for that. Gotcha. So the last question I have, do you want to maybe tell the listeners of the pod your uh, future goals and plans and, um, you know, whether or not lacrosse is in the picture or not? Yeah. Um, my future goals and plans, you know, I don't know exactly what I want to do. I think as of now I'm headed towards the finance world in terms of a job, but I definitely would love, I'd be definitely open to uh, professional lacrosse. You know, one of my buddies at Virginia, Matt Moore was just drafted and he's having a great time and thriving. So that's something I definitely would be open to. Um, and if that doesn't work, I would continue to, you know, hopefully get into the world of finance, maybe even go into the sports world and, you know, see where that takes me. I'm open to kind of anything. That's dope, bro. Well, thank you so much for hopping on. I appreciate it. Best of luck with everything going forward. And yeah, man, thank you so much. Yeah, thanks, man. Appreciate it.